This is Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, with your host Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and as usual, I'm joined by my mom, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our co-host, Tony Shore. Now, everyone out there listening right now, if you want to get a little bit more information about what we're talking about today, make sure to give us a call at 715-355-4445 or visit our website, retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbushka.com. And uh, of course, on the website, we've got tons of resources out there. You can check out uh, all sorts of information about our process that we go through with our clients. We, you, you can learn about uh, some of the reports that we run for our clients. You can see some uh, different examples of those. You can also check out some of our past uh, radio and TV programs that are out there on the website. So make sure you check that out. All sorts of good information on there. You also have the ability to schedule a complimentary no-obligation consultation consultation right on the website uh, as well. You just click on that yellow book now button that pops up throughout the page and that'll take you right out to our calendar. You can schedule right then and there. It makes it really simple for you to schedule in our WASA or our Eau Claire office or of course you can set up a Zoom meeting on our website as well. Now, if you're retired or if you're close to it, there is obviously a ton of stuff you need to consider. Uh, Things like where do you want to live and uh, do you want to work a few hours a week doing something you enjoy? And do you have the necessary cash flow to maintain the kind of lifestyle that you're looking for? I mean, these are all really big questions and they require you to take some time to get the answers. However, there are some things about retirement preparation that tend to fly under the radar. Now, one of the biggest under-the-radar questions that you should ponder is what you'll do if you need to borrow money after you've clocked out of the office for the last time. Now, at first glance, a lot of folks may simply presume that borrowing money after retirement is impossible. After all, if you have no income, then you don't have the ability to get a loan, right? But truth be told, while you're uh, while getting a loan after you're done working can be a little bit more challenging, it's not impossible. Uh, Now, with that said, if you need a loan while you're retired, you'll want to craft a plan that doesn't put your broader retirement strategy at risk because of the loan. Uh, But before we begin kicking around some ideas for taking out loans in retirement, let's make sure to say hello to everyone here with me today, Sue and Tony. Tony, how are we doing today? Oh, I'm doing great, Cole. Thanks for asking. Although I've had a crazy week once again Uh, Just so busy. Uh, I've been working every day of the week. I I need a break. But this weekend, I'm going to take a a day off Uh, instead of working all seven days. I'm going to take a day off with uh, no work, no voiceovers, and just try to get something either done around the house or I think I'm going to parents weekend at my daughter's college. So that should be fun. Uh, Otherwise, I've been great. Sue, what have you been up to? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Um, 
once again, just enjoying the last beautiful week of uh, summer. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, it's fall, but it feels still like summer. And I know that this weekend is supposed to be in the 70s again. So I cannot complain. Let me tell you. Yeah, the weather, I I just love it right now. I love fall. I've just, that's what's frustrating right now for me is I've been working so much, I haven't had a, a, a lot of time to enjoy it. But I think I'm going to change that this weekend. And Cole, what's going on with you? I know you've been busy there at the office. Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, we're we're slowly heading into the end of the year, if you can believe it already. Sure. We've started third or fourth quarter here, ended third quarter. And, uh, and of course, now people are starting to uh, look towards the end of the year with planning for their finances. I know recently the market's been a little bit, uh, a little bit of a, a, a roller coaster and uh, we're not real sure, um, you know, if, if it's going to continue on this path or if we're going to see some t- continued growth. So obviously we've been having a lot of consultations discussing that with prospective clients and current clients. And so definitely been keeping us busy lately. Uh, but that's, that's great. That's what we're here for to help answer those questions and make sure we're pointing people in the right direction. That's great. And you know what? The the topic today, as you were talking about it, it's fascinating to me because that's something I never thought of. What if you need to find money in retirement or take out a loan for something? Uh, if you're not working and you're retired, how does that even work or could that work? And so uh, I think you've hit on something that uh, a lot of people are going to find interesting and it's important. I mean, how many people will considering their retirement actually think they may need a loan uh, a few years in, right? That's true, and I think that's a fair point. There was an Investopedia article entitled 10 Ways to Borrow When Retired, and it has uh, actually several options that may work for retirees who do need a loan. Now, the first is a mortgage loan, which uses the home that you're looking to buy as collateral. Now, for many reasons, this one might be tricky because of income requirements. However, depending on your asset allocation, this type of loan may not be out of reach. Now, a home equity loan is another potential option. Now, with this one, you're um, actually borrowing against the equity that you've built up in your current home. So generally, a borrower needs to have between 15 and 20% equity in their home and a loan-to-value ratio of 80 to 85% and also a credit score north of 620. Now a home equity line of credit is another option that's similar to a home equity loan, and both of these these loans are secured by your home. Now a home equity loan gives you an upfront lump sum that you pay back over time with a fixed rate in payment. And then a line of credit is used only when you need it and generally has a variable a variable interest rate and payments that are not fixed. Uh, so where does potentially refinancing your house fit into all of this? Well, Tony, uh, one thing that you want to consider is a cash out refinance loan allows you to refinance for more than what you owe, but for less than your home's value. Uh, Now, that extra amount becomes a secured cash loan. Uh, Be aware, however, that unless you're refinancing for a shorter term, you'll end up increasing the amount of time it will take you to pay off your mortgage. 
Now, another option, uh, the reverse mortgage loan, supplies a regular income stream or a lump sum that's determined by the value of your home. Now, this particular loan isn't paid back until the homeowner dies or they leave the home. Now, we're going to address those reverse mortgages in a lot more detail later in the show. Well, yeah, and that's that's interesting. How about auto loans, though? Sue, what do you know about that? I mean, I imagine most people are going to purchase a new car at least once during retirement, right? Right, and thankfully, auto loans aren't typically much of a hurdle for most retirees because the loan itself is secured by the vehicle that you're purchasing. So while buying new wheels with cash means you won't have to mess with you with paying interest, you should only do so if you are sure it won't drain your savings accounts. Well, yeah, for obviously for sure. And I, I think it makes sense uh, if that if a monthly auto payment is going to be manageable, you could go that route rather than taking a big chunk of cash out of the bank or out of your uh, retirement accounts, right? Well, a debt consolidation loan is also something that some retirees may benefit from. Uh, This particular uh, loan is actually an unsecured loan that may help you refinance your current debt load with a lower interest rate. You should note, though, that going this route uh, may mean that it will take you longer to pay off your debt, especially if it lowers your payments. Interesting. Now, if you're a retiree who may be in the market for a loan, then I think working with an experienced financial services professional uh, like yourselves is a solid move. Absolutely. And I have to agree with you on that, Tony. Another thing older folks should be aware of is that if you still have student loans, now failure to pay on them could mean part of their Social Security is withheld. And if you have concerns about heading into retire with student retirement with student loans, you may want to discuss deferments or a forbearance with your financial services professional. Now, I should also mention that both unsecured loans and lines of credit may be another option for retirees, though they're you know more difficult to get. They don't expose assets to risk. Now, you can utilize banks, credit unions, peer-to-peer loans that are funded by investors, and credit cards with a 0% introductory annual rate. Now, you'll want to be particularly careful with that last one because you should only take the credit card option if you know you can pay the entire thing off in the first year. And one other plug for why you may want to work with a financial services professional, any one of these options could be a problem for your retirement strategy. So being conscious of that can help you make decisions that won't jeopardize the retirement that you've really dreamed of. Yeah. Yeah. And you you don't want to put your retirement at jeopardy. I think that's some great advice, Sue. So um, we have to take a quick break here. Is there anything else you want to add before we do, Cole? Well, I'd like to just remind our listeners that uh, they can visit our website to check out our resources and tools that we have out there. Uh, They can also schedule a complimentary, no obligation consultation on the website, retirewithbushka.com. And they can call our office anytime at 715-355-4445 to schedule that complimentary consultation in Wausau, Eau Claire, or uh, via Zoom if you'd prefer virtual. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more conversation about how you may be able to find the money you need 
after you've retired here on Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Retirement today looks much different than it has in the past. Market volatility, low interest rates, and the rising cost of healthcare have left more of a burden on individuals than ever before. But it doesn't have to. New Generation Retirement Planning offers a holistic approach to preparing for your golden years. This five-step process allows you to explore the key areas that we believe are fundamental to successful retirement planning. You'll be confident knowing that you have been given careful consideration to asset allocation and risk, income planning, legacy planning, and tax strategies. You are invited to a complimentary dinner and workshop to learn how you can utilize this holistic approach to retirement planning. For times, location, and to reserve your seat at one of these workshops, call Bushka Retirement Solutions at 715-355-4445. That number again is 715-355-4445. And welcome back to Financially Speaking. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and a good conversation today. I'm here with Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. And Sue and Cole, you've been uh, talking about some of the ways that we may be able to secure loans that we might need after we've retired. And a great insight today. Uh, what do you have for us next? Well, during our first segment, we spoke briefly about reverse mortgages And we mentioned that we'd like to discuss them in more detail later in the show. So let's do that now. It can sometimes seem like you can't get through a single night of channel surfing without seeing that actor with a mustache who played a private investigator on a hit 1980s TV show trying to talk you into a reverse mortgage. But are they really all that they're cracked up to be? Well, as an Investopedia article entitled Five Signs a Reverse Mortgage is a Bad Idea, explains a reverse mortgage allows homeowners who are at least 62 to convert their home equity into income. Now, you may have guessed the article doesn't look fondly on them, but let's take a deeper dive. Now, like any other financial products, reverse mortgages may be a good solution for some people, but they aren't something that you should jump into. They require a lot of research and a lot of thought, and most important. Importantly, a lot of conversation with your financial services professional. Well, yeah, and I think you make some great points there. It's funny, I, I you know, uh, you're talking about Tom Selleck there, the mustache man, yes. right? Tom yes, Selleck. I am. Yeah, Magnum <laughs> PI. I love it yeah. how you referred to him there. Um, but, you know, reverse mortgages are really an interesting part of the financial landscape, and you hear so much good and so much bad. I can recall a time when, thanks in large part to aggressive marketing, it seemed like the perfect financial solution had fallen from the heavens right into our laps. But eventually there was some pushback on reverse mortgages. So I guess, as you implied, uh, like a lot of financial tools, they work really well for some people and aren't going to work for others, right? Well, that's anything in the, you know, in it really in, in life, <laughs> some things work for some people and some don't, don't, don't for others. And uh, while we're going to spend this segment examining some of the potential negatives with reverse mortgages, the truth is that if you've done your homework and think they might fit your specific situations, by all means, make your case to your financial services professional. Now, Investopedia's first warning bell is that a reverse mortgage might negatively affect the inheritance that you intend to leave to your loved ones. Now, with a homeowner, uh, when a homeowner with a reverse mortgage pass away, 
their uh, spouse or family would typically pay off the loan, which means selling the house to generate the needed funds. Now, if this, the uh, house sells for more than the remaining balance, then the uh, excess is going to go to the estate. But if the home sells for less, your heirs don't see a dime, but FHA insurance makes up the gap. So that's why you must pay mortgage insurance premiums if you take out a reverse mortgage. Okay. So obviously you have to you know, get this right. And if I have it right, if you want to leave your house to somebody then and you want a reverse mortgage you need to be certain that the people you want to leave the home to can pay off that loan then. That's exactly right, Tony. And along those same lines, if you have people living with you, whether they're family or friends, and they aren't on the loan's paperwork, they could be put in a tough spot after your death. Additionally, people who live with you may be forced out of your home if you move out and are gone for more than a year because a reverse mortgage requires the borrower to live in the home as their primary residence. So long story short, if the borrower passes away, sells the home, or moves out, the loan is due immediately. Now, one potential solution to get around this is to list the people who live with you on the paperwork. Mm. But bear in mind that anyone under the age of 62 who lives with you is ineligible to be listed as a borrower. Wow. Okay. Uh, And earlier in this segment, we mentioned the importance of working with a financial services professional if you're considering any of these options, uh, especially a reverse mortgage. But I think this uh, really drives home that point, uh, especially what happens, uh, what might happen uh, if you have people living with you. That's that's right, Tony. You really have to get all of the information. Uh, now, medical bills are a common reason that many people seek out a reverse mortgage. But again, there's a lot to consider with this particular move. Uh, while a reverse mortgage may provide you the cash that you need to cover those bills, you have to stay healthy enough to continue making your home your primary residence. If your health situation worsens and you eventually end up in a long-term care facility for more than 12 consecutive months, you're on the hook to repay the loan in full because your home is no longer your primary residence. Now, on a yearly basis, you'll have to certify in writing that uh, that the home that you have a reverse mortgage on is still your primary residence. Okay. So uh, it seems to me that if you're considering a reverse mortgage, then you'd better plan to stay a while. That's right, Tony. And if you think you might move relatively soon, whether for health reasons or by choice, a reverse mortgage may not be the smart play because of significant upfront expenses like lender fees and then initial mortgage insurance costs and then also ongoing mortgage insurance premiums. And don't forget closing costs like property, title insurance, home appraisal bills, and also inspection fees. So if you have to suddenly leave your home or sell it, you will have a mere six months to repay that loan. And while it's true that you're entitled to any profits beyond what you owe on the loan, you'll already have shelled out potentially thousands of dollars in costs. Wow. So after hearing all this, I know I would have significant reservations about a reverse mortgage. 
Well, I think that's fair, Tony, but I also don't want to suggest that reverse mortgages are a bad idea. As I said earlier, they are likely a very good solution for some folks, but I just want uh, our listeners to know that a reverse mortgage is not free money. It's very nuanced and heavily regulated, and uh, they should be very thoroughly searched before any final, uh, researched, I should say, before any final decision is made. Yeah, it sounds like it, and I'm glad you guys talked about this because I've always wondered about the specifics of reverse mortgages and the pros and cons, and I'm glad you went over that. Now, um, we should probably just keep rolling with the show, Uh, and during the show today, we've been kicking around some ways that people may be able to find extra money after they've retired, and you've already looked at uh, several different options, and I know uh, reverse mortgages was just one of them. Uh, What do you have for us next? Well, beyond various loans, a common way for retired folks to free up some extra money is to downsize. Now, on the surface, downsizing seems pretty simple, right? Well, sell your big home and buy a smaller one and enjoy lower utility bills and other expenses. But as um, an Investopedia article entitled Four Mistakes People Make When Downsizing in Retirement, It shows us that there are some hazards just waiting to trip you up along your path to downsizing. Right. And there you go. So there's more to it than a for sale sign and a few trips to Goodwill, right? Uh, (laughs) I'm intrigued. Uh, What do you have for us first, Cole? Uh, well, you, you are correct. There's a lot more. Uh, there's a lot more to that process. But the first potential pitfall is overestimating what your home is worth. Plenty of people think they're going to cash in when they sell their home, especially when the news is full of stories about soaring prices lately. So when the house down the street fetches a tidy sum, the dollar signs that you see whenever you envision selling your home can become all the more intoxicating. However, do you really know what the home down the street netted? And how does it differ in quality to yours? And also think about things like did the owners put in new windows uh, or a new AC unit before it hit the market? And finally, don't forget to consider the market when that house sold. Uh, Markets are going to ebb and flow, which means if you're selling your house a year after the one down the street, you could be staring at a very different economic environment. Wow. Well, yeah. And in my own life, I know people who have really benefited by bringing in a local real estate agent to give them an honest assessment of their home's current condition and market value, that's always good to know. Well, that's a great point, Tony. And while that real estate pro is evaluating your home, don't forget to ask them for some advice about fairly easy spruce ups that could make your home even more attractive once that for sale sign is out front. And the next potential stumbling block is underestimating what your next home is going to run you. Everyone hopes to find their next dream home at an even dreamier price, but are you ready to get into a bidding war? Because sometimes that's exactly what the market causes. Or are you ready to consider different communities if your preferred town or city is out of your price range? Ah, yeah. Well, and that makes sense, but what should somebody do to make sure that they don't end up with a bad case of sticker shock then? Well, Tony, sweat equity. 
hit the internet and research, research, research. Look at all of the, the last several months of purchase prices in the area that you're most interested in. If you're looking to uh, move a significant distance from your current home, make sure you spend a lot of time in your new potential community and do it in different seasons. Uh, is this community everything you thought it was? When it comes to buying your next house, uh, especially if you're retired, impulsiveness can be a very dangerous thing. And as for the home itself, be very aware of add-ons that can drive up the price in a hurry. If you're purchasing a nicely priced condo that's currently under construction, agreeing to the latest and greatest appliances and other amenities can rocket you and your financial strategy well past the initial um, uh, price estimate. Wow. Okay. So I think that uh, that's important. And I, I've, I'll confess, I've never given things like add-ons much of a thought, but after your explanation, I think it's easy to see the, what they could do to your bottom line. That's right. And another potential downside to downsizing is forgetting to adequately consider tax implications. Now, as the article notes, the IRS currently allows most couples to exclude as much as a half million dollars in gains from that taxable income. Now, a single person can typically exclude as much as 250000 among many other factors. Now, the rules consider how long you've owned and lived in the home. So you may want to begin with IRS Publication 523, entitled Selling Your Home, which details the tax implications of selling your home. And is selling your home in a way that minimizes that tax burden suit, that certainly strikes me as a great reason to work with a financial services professional, right, Cole? Well, absolutely. And out of everything that we've discussed in this segment, the notion of working with a financial services professional to devise a solid downsizing strategy is probably the most important takeaway for our listeners. And um, the article's final trap to avoid while downsizing is forgetting about closing costs. Yep. Uh, we all overlook those. I- I've been there. Uh, right, Sue? It's right. And I'm sure many listeners are nodding in agreement with you because when it comes to those closing costs, you're likely looking at legal fees, recording fees, title insurance, and a healthy list of other various charges. And you'll be facing closing costs as both a buyer and a seller. And don't forget about the commission to the realtor, which can be as high as 6%. But fear not, though it sounds like a lot, you can prepare for them as long as you're aware of them. Sure. Well, great show today, guys. We're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, Tony, just one final reminder for our listeners that they can get more information and book a a complimentary no-obligation consultation right on our website, retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbuska.com. Or they can, uh, of course, give us a call anytime at 715-355-4445 to schedule that consultation in Wausau, Eau Claire, or via Zoom. All right. Sounds great. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445. 
or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. Bushka Wealth Management, LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC, and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.